You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Karen Hoppe, Auburn women's soccer head coach for 20 years. We'll start out with a question I asked you earlier. What is the most important thing that you've seen changed in the landscape of women's soccer in the last 20 years? Um, well, a cu- couple things. One is, I think, you know, and especially when I look at my job at Auburn, you know, here we're really developing the overall athlete. You know, before we were just trying to make the best soccer player we could, and now with all access to all the services and technology that we have, we're able to develop the total student-athlete through the GPS and heart rate and our strength and conditioning and our nutrition and mental health and all of those things. So we're not just making them great soccer players, we're making them great athletes. And then you think about the landscape on a broader scope, landscape of women's soccer, um, what I've just seen is a, is a better quality of soccer. Mm-hmm. You know, more teams play, can play a high quality. This, the athletes are more skilled when they get there and it's just... Um, the beautiful game is more beautiful now yeah. than it was 20 years ago. Well, like, you know, now there's there's the NWSL and the European leagues are pumping more money into women's soccer. And with the popularity of the women's national team in this country, like, is that a huge benefit for you? Um, I think it will be. You know, this is the first time that we've gone through two World Cups and sus- with a sustained prof- women's professional league. The NWSL now is was around when we won the last World Cup and is still around now that we won this World Cup. So it's the longest-running women's professional league, and I think this World Cup victory um, that the USA just had will, will further enhance that league with sponsorships and the salaries we can pay and things like that. And, and that's great because of the trickle-down effect to us. It gives our athletes uh, a goal to play at the next level that wasn't there before. Yeah, and so when they're playing at the next level, the rules are obviously a little bit different. What do you think uh, should be done, if anything, about making the rules similar between FIFA regulations and and NCAA regulations? Um, You know, it's a great question. The two big ones everybody talks about is is subs and time. And on the subs, I I actually like both the way they are. I think FIFA, um, you know, that's the way the international game is made to be, and professional players um, understand you got three subs and that's it. Um, And once you're out, you're out. Um, But at our level, um, a lot of Division One women's soccer coaches are asked to carry a higher number on their roster and things like that. So I think having a bit more liberal um, subbing rules is important. And the other thing is we, you know, we play two games in a weekend. I mean, the game's not necessarily meant to be played that way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we need the ability to sub to to keep the athletes healthy. So I think I think FIFA having their own and NCAA having their own from a sub rule standpoint is important. Um, from a timekeeping, I think FIFA needs to to copy us. I think we do it right. Um, you know, FIFA has the referee keep it on their watch and then throws on this random number for extra time that nobody understands how they calculated it and um, it's really difficult as a fan it creates a lot of shenanigans at the international games with subs and fake injuries and things like that so I think we actually have it right Um, Right. our, our referee still controls it um, he or she can stop the clock whenever he wants. He starts it when he when he or she wants, and um, 
if the winning team subs in the last five minutes, the clock stops. So you actually have more control over the time, and it's more objective instead of the subjective way FIFA does it. A lot less time wasting. A lot less time wasting. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, you don't have the fake cramp and all that right. kind of stuff because um, the, the clock will stop. One thing I've noticed about watching your team and, and college women's soccer and professional women's soccer, for that matter, versus the men's game, is there is a lot less faking of injuries and rolling out the ground <laughs> in the women's game. The women's yeah. game doesn't do that. Yeah. No, even in the even in the highest level at the World Cup, right. we don't see it as much. Now, luckily, the one good thing about VAR, and certainly we can debate if VAR right. is good or bad, but one good thing when they implemented it in the last Men's World Cup is it did um, eliminate a lot of the faking and the diving yeah. because you review it and then – if there's no contact and it's a dive, they were getting a yellow card. So I thought that was really good from an international standpoint. But yeah, you, you really don't see that that much in our at our level in our games. So what is your favorite thing about coaching this team? It's a different team every year. What's your favorite <laughs> thing about coaching this team, the 2019-2020 team? Um, you know, it's a great question. I don't quite know yet as we sit here in July. Um, but I think... Um, couple things my favorite thing always about coaching is the student athletes you know getting to come to work every day and and um trying to to teach them and mentor them and and um play a small role in their development um that that's my favorite thing far and away every team every year um this team in particular from a soccer standpoint i'm i'm Expecting my favorite thing will be our offense because mm -hmm. we return a lot of firepower. We return all the firepower, so um, I think it's going to be a really fun offensive team to watch, and I think it's a, a team that's going to have a balanced scoring attack. You more possession focused on when you have the ball, or are you just more the long balls to the to the box? No, we're always more possession focused. We we describe it to our players as like we want to be a, a an attacking possession team. We want to get it. We want to build it through the midfield, but we want to get it in the final third. You know, some of the teams we play, like you said, just launch it. We don't want to do that. We right. want to get it to our attacking players' feet. But also some of the teams we play, they'll they'll possess it in their own penalty box, right. and uh, we don't want to do that. We don't want to pass for the sake of passing. We're not trying to win number of passes in the game, um, but we do want to play um, a possession style. So You have a lot of talent in the midfield, Foles, Acox. You have a lot of talent moving forward, so that kind of makes a lot of sense. We do. Yeah, we got a ton of talent. We got some great midfielders. Um, obviously, Bree Folds coming back, but Trevor Acock, as you mentioned, and Haley Whitaker, Ange Daly. I mean, we, we are going to be loaded, I think, offensively. Jesse Drew. I mean, they it, we scored a ton of goals. Yeah, I think it's going to happen again. I, yeah. I really, I look at the schedule, um, you guys start out, first game is in August. Coming up, it's going to be really hot, but it's going to be worth coming out. Worth coming out. And you have a home game against Syracuse. We do. And that's uh, that's also in August. I think that's, yeah. a, that's a home... Home, home opener. Yeah. That's our home opener. It's actually um, September 5th. Right. Because we're away our first two weekends. Um, that's kind of unusual, but... And almost every game's on TV with yep. ESPN now. Almost every yep. game's on ESPN Plus or ESPN 3 or whatever it's called. And so, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's kind of the most people have been able to watch your teams yeah. ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's a great opportunity to watch because every every home game and every conference game will be on, on the SEC+. Plus. Um, we've actually got three games televised this year on the network. So, um, yeah, there's lots of opportunity to watch. But there's no better way to watch Auburn soccer than in person. Absolutely. In the stands. It's a great, great home environment.
Yeah, a lot of families come out. It's it's been something that I do. I mean, the the admission is free, so you can come yep. out with your whole family. Um, especially if you're in town for a home football game, it's kind of the best the yep. best things way to spend your Friday or Saturday morning, Friday night, Sunday night. That's right. Yeah, and some we have some Thursday night games as well. Um, so we play them at six thirty, so enough time to kind of get home and grab dinner and. You can still get the kids home to bed at a reasonable time, um, but it's it is a family friendly environment. Marketing gives some great get giveaways. Um, we've got LED lights. We're one of the only teams in the country, so when we score goals, the lights flicker and do a little light show, and um, it's it's a really fun environment. And we we would love to see a lot of people out to the games. And if you're going to come to Auburn soccer, you better do it quick because yeah. our season's two months. And it, it is over before you know it. We've only got nine home games. So if you're thinking about coming, you better come out. So what would you, how would you describe the state of the Auburn soccer program right now? Um, yeah, you're asking some tough yeah, questions. Kind of the, you know, I'm the, in the middle of I camp. Some tough time. questions. Um, you know, I think, I think overall um, the state of the program is fantastic. You know, you look at um, what we've done in the last 20 years and really – my first two years have passed. You look at the last 18 years, we've been in 16 NCAA tournaments. We've won two SEC championships. The last four years, we've been um, Sweet 16 and Elite 8 finish. So it, it's uh, an exciting time. And the other thing I will say, you know, we've had all this success, a tremendous amount of, over the years, um, but we feel we're not finished yet. You know, we, we feel there's more to do, and, and we're excited about taking this team to the next level. Well, thanks so much for sitting down with me. All right, thank you. Thanks for having me.